Welcome to Love Talk Radio. Howdy, you all are tuned into the drum. It is Derezny and also your boy CJ Paisley. All right, hey, before we get started, we're actually going to start y'all off with some music. We got a little bit of El Varner. El Varner. Don't worry, y'all, don't worry. El Varner. <laughs> Featuring J. Cole. I only want to give it to you. All right, we'll be right back. Yeah. 
right, everybody, we are back. It's your boy TJ, and we got my girl Dresney right here. We got a good show for y'all tonight. We we want to actually touch bases on our special guest that we had yesterday. Yeah. Amber yeah. Lavender from Widen and Kennedy. First of all, thank you, thank you, Amber, for coming through. Dresney, what were some things that stood out to you that Amber shared with us? Amber Lavender works in the business affairs department at Widen Kennedy. So she brought in some information and some great knowledge that we often don't think about. Her first two, her two rules that she gave us was, one, tell the truth, and two, don't rip anyone off. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you know, we all get inspired. Inspiration is contagious, mm-hmm. you know. So it, it, sometimes we see something and we want to continue running with the idea. We want it to manifest. But in her position, she's the individual who checks and ask for permission. Yes. So whether that's asking the state, Tupac's estate, to use um, his poem, The Rose That Grew From The Concrete, um, a part of a, to use it for um, a Powerade commercial, or something as simple as making sure that people's faces are blurred out when we use like a big, you know, crowd scene or something along those lines. She's the one who is like the check and balances to make sure that <laughs> ultimately the agencies, the companies, the product doesn't get sued. Exactly. <laughs> because the FTC. Yep. The is, Federal Trade Commission. Is watching. All right. So there's been some examples of one is uh, directly uh, if you want to talk about disclosure with Catherine and Kyle. Okay. Well, Catherine, well, this is not even a sense of disclosure. This is just a, viol- a violation of of false advertising. Mm-hmm. In 2014, Catherine Heigl, the actress, to Dwayne Reed because they used a, a paparazzi photo of her leaving one of their stores and said that, oh, everybody likes the Crick one to Dwayne Reed. Um, in the South, Dwayne Reed is Walgreens, for those who don't know. But, you know, and, and in return, when she saw this image, she decided to sue as a violation of false advertising um, because she's not, that's, she doesn't sponsor them or she's not one of their, uh, one of their key individuals or the images that they use to uh uh promote their 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 stores. Mm-hmm. Um and with that being said, it shows that all of these rules are applied before they're applied on social media, they were applied prior to. Not only does the FTC, but even the state of New York has laws and regulations of of, of using someone's image without their permission. So it was a six million dollar lawsuit that she withdraw. She decided to settle outside of court, but the reality was they didn't ask for permission. No. They didn't even take the picture. They took the picture from a paparazzi and placed it on their um, on their Twitter and in hopes to, you know, getting retweets, getting likes, things mm-hmm. along those lines, hoping that it shares. But if you didn't ask for permission, can you? No. Now, <clears throat> that goes to Pharrell. Yeah. Right. Back last year at the Grammys uh, on January 27th, uh, Arby's was pretty brave. All right. Yeah. Especially after telling me what you just said, as far as they've been, they've been sued for six million dollars. Um, Arby's tweeted out, "Hey, Pharrell, can we have our hat back?" And that's his uh, really famous, you know, his famous hat hat that he's been wearing, the signature style. Mm-hmm. Uh, so once he tweeted, once they tweeted that out, Pharrell had the option. He can either sue, just like. Just like what's the name of the uh, uh, Catherine Hegel? No, not he, not Catherine. Oh. The store. Oh, Dwayne Wee. Yeah, Dwayne Wee, just like they did. They wanted to they wanted to sue Catherine Heigl, and Pharrell can actually uh, sue for Arby's as well. I mean, it could have, but that that's not what happened. And, and in a sense, 
I know sometimes we see that, hey, sometimes, oh, this wasn't applied to such and such, this was applied to such and such, but like Amber Lavender said, you don't know. Maybe the image was used without permission or a persona was used without permission and they settled outside of court or they settled in, like, it will, it didn't come into public's eye mm-hmm. or or they didn't care. The, the individual just kept it going or didn't have any consequences or rebuttals to the other party. But that's just the situation of what it is. At the end of the day, you have to ask for permission. It's easy to be a creative and get inspiration. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to go far, Again, tell the truth and don't rip anybody off. Exactly. All right. So we had, <laughs> we had an exclusive interview with Amber, and soon you all will have access to it where you can hear the questions and everything that we say to her um, after we, she had the workshop with us. And it was really informative. I learned a lot yesterday. Indeed. Now, going forward, speaking of Pharrell, the BET Award. Yeah, okay. he was, was there. He was there. It was uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. BT Awards was Sunday, and he was actually on opening stage. He was with Diddy, yes. and for, and for Diddy's latest song um, that came out. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we should we should play that, but I don't want Diddy to come after us. <laughs> but the BT Awards uh, did great success. The B, according to Zapit.com, there was 12 million viewers between the ages 18 and 29. The BET Awards, where I want to really talk about is the social media strategy that they implemented um, to, to tap into the black voice on social media. They paid for banner ad space on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They had instant gifts, GIF created, um, the, the moment. So you will see, if you saw Monica dancing in the crowd in the show, soon or very shortly later, yeah. you'll see the gif of her dancing in the crowd on your Twitter on your time feed, they were all promote. There many of them were promoted ads, so it, it must have been something that was already implemented and they negotiated with Twitter. But they really did tap into the black voice on social media platforms. According to Zapit.com, they uh, they not only it was um, hashtag BT Awards 2015 was the number one trending hashtag during that time. I mean, it was it was on the top of everybody's feed. And about what else? What else? Well, the BC Experience at LA Live, uh, it also drew over 152,000 fans, increased attendance by 36%. So, with that said, I was actually, we were talking to Jamil earlier. Shout out to Jamil. Mm-hmm. He just walked in. Uh, about the power of black social media. Okay, the 12% of a population actually was able to increase uh, the BT Experience, you know, by what, 36%? Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's great. I do believe that social media is the driving force of everything because you can have two-way communication. So not only can you see it, but you can respond to it. And we're moving into a world where now we're multi-screen. We're looking at the TV, but we're looking at our phone. We're looking at our tablet simultaneously. So this was really a, a great strategy, I believe, BET tried to tap into, which was not only grab their viewers on TV, but grab them on their mobile and their tablet. And by creating content that they know that is going to be retweeted, it's going to be used again, you know, because we all like to use memes and gifts, you know, when we're on our group me or when we're on our timeline, we all, you know. So they, they generated content for us so that we could continue the conversation because this is the world that we live in now. Exactly. And if you miss the BET Awards, it will be premiered worldwide today, <laughs> uh, June 30th at 9 p.m. 
right. Now, let's go into last week. Last week? How did you enjoy it? Last week was fun. Because we were in L.A. <laughs> last week was really, really fun. We had the chance to be in Los Angeles. And I, I think that was like second time going, so I really was happy that was about my first time. First time? Yes, so what did you think about it LA? My last time. Was I was, like, oh, that's good. Exactly. That's how you feel about LA. It, it, it was it was really it was really a different experience for me. We were able to visit a multiple agency, starting off with Deutsch. Shout out to Brittany Allen, mm-hmm. who was a former alumni from uh, Prismatic. Yeah. She was the brand manager last year in the 2014 boot camp. Boot camp. We also visited Zambezi, CPNB, and also 72 Sunny. Yeah, it was a really great time for us to look at not only ad life but ad life on the West Coast. Which is a, a different feel, like L.A. traffic slow and everybody's on the beach all the time, mm-hmm. and it's really cool. But we got to see really good projects. Um, I really enjoyed all of them, all of them. Not only did we get to go to Zambezi, we actually had a chance to have a little social event, a social mixer, mm-hmm. where we had other individuals from other agencies come and engage in culture, engage in conversation about our culture and us being young professionals. From the CAA, they came to visit. Yeah, that was awesome. Also, while we were in Los Angeles, we had the opportunity to actually meet with our clients. Yes. Meet with our Dre. We worked. Exactly. Right mm-hmm. out of the headquarters in Los Angeles, California, which was amazing. We uh, were able to meet with Jason White, mm-hmm. Stephanie Sun, Kristen Frazier, Stephanie Young, Peter Young, Jeremy Hobson, and also Brittany Hope. And don't forget Donna. Donna. Don't forget Donna, who came through with the come through. She showed us around the building, anything that we needed. She was able to provide us. I mean, I mean, when we had to record ourselves, you know, she came through like, oh, you could just record in the library. And I don't know if I'm a nerd, but if I'm in the Beast by Dre library, like, that, that made my day. So thank you so much for all the individuals at the Beast headquarters for showing us a good time and letting us feel like we were at home. I mean, the creatives were excited about creating. Yeah, we were just like really trying to get into it. And so not only did we have an opportunity to peek into what it is, but we actually got to immerse ourselves in the Beast by Dre's headquarters and their culture. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. We also want to say thank you. Huge thank you to Jason White. Mm-hmm. All right. We got the Solo 2 mm. Beast by Dre headphones. I got them on right now. You do? Yeah, I got no cord. No cord. <laughs> <laughs> we got Joshua Gilwell in the room. Right now, I see him. He has his gold one on. I also have the silver one to match my iPhone. I see it match his iPhone as well. Oh, that's why people <laughs> pick different colors so they can match their iPhone? Yeah, so you live in hip. No, okay. yeah, I'm not help. I'm not. I was not help. I was. I'm not. No, we really want to say thank you. They were able to give the 15 hertz and also the rest of the MGP staff a pair of headphones, and we really do appreciate it. Therefore, you can definitely find us one pretty much. Yeah. At least once. We are. I do appreciate because we're constantly moving. So the beat solos too are great, efficient, and I love the fact that I don't. I'm cordless. You know, I'm officially wireless with my music. I could put these headphones on and go by my day easily, real easy. I mean, it changes how you hear sound, right? That's true. That's right. So, yeah, we want to thank you, Beats, and I believe the rest, we want to thank you for letting us use the library because she loves <laughs> I did. <laughs> but let's lead that on straight into Apple Music. We got our new Beats headphones to go exactly, I mean, go with our Apple phones, our Apple Music. Yeah. And we have Joshua here who actually, also known as JG, who actually already used the app, downloaded the app, 
working. Is the day. Yeah, today's the day. I walked over there to his desk and I was saying, I was talking to him and he was like, man, I just downloaded Apple Music mm-hmm. and then he just started scrolling through, showing me everything that it could do. You can share videos, you can upload photos. Well, he's like, here. Let him. Yeah, do your, do your thing. Let him tell us. I, I was just too excited for him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let me, yeah, you can't exactly share video, but artists can share videos with you. Artists actually have their own kind of like social network that you can follow them on on the Apple Music app. It's called Connect. And so you can follow your favorite artists, follow your favorite genres, you can see updates from them. But I think what's more interesting is the uh, For You section. The For You section is more so about you as the user. It's custom tailored to you based off whatever artists that you like, whatever genres you like. Uh, for me, for example, I like, you know, jazz, I like hip-hop. So it's got a nice blend here. It's got this um, conscious coupling Indian hip-hop mix. I've got um, Drake's pop culture oh. lexicon. Oh, what? Go back? Oh, what? Yeah, it's kind of like a blend between, like, jazz, classical music, and hip-hop. Yeah, so it kind of fits me perfectly. Uh, of course, then it's got just like from that algorithm. Uh, I don't want to harp on algorithm too much, algorithms too much because the Apple Music is uh, really custom tailored by hand picked DJs. But they did a great job at suggesting uh, other albums that I like. They actually got two of my favorite albums up here: the Pimp Butterfly and uh, the College Dropout. But um, moving on to the um, the new section, they actually have. Um, I guess, custom-tailored playlists, depending on whatever activity you're doing. So if you're cooking, if you're barbecuing, if you're breaking up, chilling out, whatever, they've got a custom-tailored playlist for you to kind of add a score to your life. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, whatever you need. (laughs) I mean, and these aren't just, like, random, like, machine-picked songs. These are, like, real people who have picked these songs and are probably going through these things. And so, like, you know, other people would want to hear this. And of course, you know, you can pick uh, different curators. So you've got different blogs that have uh, different sponsored playlists, stuff like that. The app is really comprehensive, and I, I think Spotify and Pandora actually might want to start worrying. I've never paid for I've never paid for like a, a streaming service or anything like that. Like I'm, I'm I'm like giving up ten dollars for this. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that they have a, a? Is it true that they have a family plan where it's like yeah, for fourteen bucks you can have six people on here. So I mean, if you have, I mean, family yeah. loosely. I mean, I mean we're a family. Exactly. So if, yeah, so if, I mean, <laughs> half of us want to hop on here and split fourteen bucks and get this amazing service. We can do that too. So, uh, you know, or what I what I do like for Netflix, I rotate payments. Like it's your turn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, your turn. It's yeah. your month. And that's you know? all part of that that share economy that's really picked up with our generation. So I mean, things like Uber, um, Lyft. Even what Ford is coming out with now, they're having their own form of Zipcar. Yeah, about. that's that's you're right. We are a generation that has no problem with sharing. Yeah, I think we're less about the material, more about the experience and the service. Mm-hmm. For those of you who are just now tuning in, Apple today released iOS 8.4, the fourth major update to iOS 8. First seeded to developers in April, iOS 8.4 includes a newly revamped music app and Apple long-awaited on-demand streaming music service, Apple Music. So iOS also, 8.4, is available immediately as an over-the-air download. So get ready to download. Yeah, it's only five minutes. Only five minutes. And the new Apple Music service is located within the music app, Apple Music will be available immediately after iOS 8.4 is installed on your cellular device, while the Beats One radio service will kick off at 9 a.m., which is now, or past this morning, yeah. uh, Pacific time. Yeah. All right. So have you checked out Beats One? Yeah. Um, I got on here and Zane Lowe played that new Pharrell song, uh, Freedom. It was actually pretty nice. So 
The Beats One radio app is real interesting. It's got a ton of radio stations for just about any genre that exists. Um, you have workout anthems, lullabies. It's just, it, it's almost never ending. Then you got, of course, you know your radio stations. You've got NPR radio, you've got ESPN radio, and of course you have the Beats radio uh, station that's always on 24/7. So, yeah, this is, I mean, this is really something that nobody else is offering. I mean, I get to listen to NPR wherever I want instead of having to be in my car or having to try to sync my headphones up to my computer and just listen to my Beats headphones to my Apple Music. Can't lose. Yeah, you really can't lose. The world of digital radio is growing. According to eMarketer, about a half more, a little bit more than half of the U.S. population is uh, listening to digital radio on a monthly basis. So that's like 169 million people. So, you know, I, I'm really, I think that Apple is always forward thinking and they're tapping into a market. Um, I was reading some tweets because, you know, it just dropped. Where everybody was tweeting. Somebody mentioned that. Apple has us wearing high-tech watches and listening to radios, but hey, that's just the world that we live in now. Like that's just the world that we live in. Now. Think about it. think about everything Apple has you linked into. Probably have a Mac. Probably have an iWatch. Probably have a pair of Beats headphones. Probably have an iPhone. Creeping. They're doing a great job because I don't know. But I like that seamless transition from all my devices. You know. You're right, Slim. Seamless transition from all your devices. That goes a long way, doesn't it? Because you know, sometimes you, I, I, I you know, sometimes you want to switch to something else. I know, like sometimes it's hard when you have just a regular computer, like a PC computer, and yeah. now your now your iTunes is trying to figure out what's right, yeah. what's wrong. Uh, it just interrupts your experience, and that's what we care about. You know, we care about the experience of the devices. I mean, yeah, this device costs six hundred dollars. My headphones are two hundred. Mm-hmm. The iWatch is equally as expensive, but it's not the device that we're paying for. We're paying for that experience, that convenience, and, of course, you know, being part of this culture. So. Appreciate it, JG, man. Thank not you. Yeah, Thank you. Problem. Thank you so much Before for sharing. Before we let you go, please share your Twitter, your Twitter handles. I know we just want everybody to follow JG. Okay, mm-hmm. yes. You can follow me at Dose, like uh, Dose of Medicine, Dose of JG on Instagram, Twitter, just starting.
All right, you all, we are back. We're back. Here on the drum. That was for our Uncle Jamil. <laughs> I know he enjoyed it. <laughs> hey, but before we go, hey, we have upcoming agency visit today. Yeah. Who yeah. We got? We're going to TPN today in, in Dallas, Texas. Mm. I know, I know. They're a retail agency. They focus on that. And we're looking forward to We've been working with Kathy. Um, she's been coming to work with the creative specifically on how to properly execute your concept. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm really looking forward to someone who's already met us here, you mm-hmm. know, met us at Southside, met us at, you know, and now we're going to see where she works. Yeah. Um, also, we have more individuals from Wyatt and Kennedy coming, actually, the, the people who work on Nike yeah, account. Yeah, creative director and also who work on all Nike. Yep. Yes, yes. So you all will be hearing from that because we're definitely already asked. Like I hope, I hope, I hope we can bring them to the drum, and I think we can. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we we'll probably pull them to the side, try to get a live interview. Yeah, live, live interview. Recording, so, put some visuals next to it. Mhm. Definitely, definitely. This Friday, we will not be having the lemonade stand, unfortunately, but that means we're bringing something bigger and better next week on Friday for the lemonade stand. That's so right. Yes, we do our weekly social mixers, the lemonade stand, where you can engage in the conversation with, you know, young professionals and talk about the need for diversity in the industry while enjoying some really, really, really good lemonade. Wink, wink. So, you know, so don't worry. We'll let you guys know. Follow us on our social media platforms to hear the new date and the new flyer for our lemonade stand. And you may follow us at... We are 158Z, that is we, W-E, 158Z. We are 15 Hertz on all social media platforms. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook as well, okay? Yeah, definitely. Find us there. Um, in addition to that, not only can you learn about the Lemonade Stand, you can learn about all the upcoming events that we have. You can also see the live drum where you have visuals or a recording. We're going to have videos mm-hmm. where you can see us interact with these great individuals. Yes, coming soon to the screen near you where you can see us talk and have the chance to work with great top-notch individuals in the advertising, marketing, communications industry. With that said, we want to thank everyone for, for listening, and also we want to thank Marcus Ground Project and our sponsors, Pepsi, Cold, Beach by Dre, and Usher's New Look Foundation. And one of our sponsors that we got to go, we got to visit their building yesterday was AT&T. So they're a great sponsor, a long-time sponsor, actually probably the first major sponsor of Marcus Ground Project. Mm-hmm. So thank you for being there from the beginning and still being here till the end. We will see you. Oh, no, you will hear us next week. You will hear us next <laughs> week, but you will see us soon, all right? There it is. Here's Erica Badu, Didn't You Know.